Lee, g'day. Hello. How you doing, Jesse, mate? You right? Very, very well, my friend. It's been a while, man, so it's great to have you here. Crazy long time. Yeah, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, welcome to my wonderful world called Happy Days. It's an absolute honour to have you here. Anytime, man. Yeah, dude. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm speaking to my good buddy, Lee Downer, um, the singer of Low Lives and uh, formerly the the front man of legendary industrial metal band, The Defiled. So, uh, welcome, man. Legendary. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Mate, any band that can play on ice out there in the freezing cold and crank it to 11, legendary in my book, mate. Legendary. So, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> that, that was a hell of an experience, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bit stupid, wasn't it? Yeah, whose idea was that? Was that your idea? No, it was Jägermeister's idea. They were like, <laughs> you, we basically need a bunch of fucking idiots. That, uh, <laughs> are, you, are you down to do this? We're like, fuck yeah, we'll go and do that. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> What can possibly go wrong? I know what could go wrong. Falling yeah. through ice and being eaten by polar bears and shit. It was yeah, it was fine. It was easy. And and obviously they they kept you warm enough with um plenty of Jägermeister. Yeah, a lot always. Good. Good. There's a brief period of my life where I feel like ninety percent of my body was Jägermeister. It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would probably sound about right, especially if those guys are um hooking you up, man. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, we had what was it? Two bottles of show is what oh they used to give us. It's fucking oh my ridiculous. God. What a horrible thing to go good. through, man. I know, terrible, terrible oh, times. Terrible times. <laughs> how you, how you been? You're right. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Doing good, man. Just you know, staying creative, making, uh, making this wonderful little show, and uh, yeah, dude. The like, I just basically get people on here to to reflect on happy memories, things that they love doing what inspires you, that sort of thing. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping we can get into a little bit of that without, um, you know, having to go through all the usual, so you're in a band, tell me more about it. That, that... <laughs> what about that band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me about this song. What were you feeling at the time? All that sort of stuff. <laughs> I, I guess I just want to have a casual chat between mates and, um, you know, just have a bit of fun and, yeah, see where it goes. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, so um, you uh, you live in, a, in America Still? Yeah, I live I live in America. I live like like eighty miles east and five thousand six thousand feet up. Mm, <laughs> so wow. of Valais. Of, of Valais. So it's wow. like nice. proper mountainous. It's kind of I guess Big Bear is the what people would probably know as that kind of area. Gotcha. Up in the mountains. Yeah. Nice so and hang, reclusive. Hanging out with all the mountain lions. Yeah, man. Mountain lions and mountain people. Oh wow. <laughs> lots yeah, of be- lots of beards. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that. Um, I've I've been hiking up those Hollywood Hills, man. It's um. Do you do you do a fair bit of hiking up there yourself? Yeah, yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, um, probably should do more now than I should do. I've just basically been a recluse for the last year, but yeah, it's, that happens. I try to. Yeah. When absolutely. was the last time you guys were out there? Uh, we toured in the states 2015. Um, I was there on vacay about two years ago. So, oh, no. yeah, man, I, I've got a very soft, warm, fuzzy spot for the US. So uh, it's filled with a lot of happy places to check out. And, you know, you nice. can never see everything, you know, this just impossible. Nice. It's enormous. Yeah, yeah. So um, LA life is pretty cool. Uh, in the, you know, the, the, the transfer from 
you know, wonderful, cold, grey sky <laughs> England to sunny, warm Cali. I don't know, man. It's, it's made... <clears throat> It's definitely changed my songwriting, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in a very miserable band where everything was about misery. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, I can't write those songs anymore. Um, yeah. It's sunny and it's lovely. It's kind of yeah. weird. <laughs> definitely pretty... does affect your, your, you know, yourself yeah. quite a lot, I think. And what, what was your, um, you know, with, without getting too deep into those um, typical band questions, I mean, with low lives, I mean, uh, what, what was your sort of mindset your inspiration to want to pick up the guitar and go hey man yeah I, I think i've got something to say here and um this is the the project i want to do it with i think um i think maybe like i've always had it in my mind since i was a kid because it's we're basically just rehashing shit that i grew up on mm. and um i think that even at the end of the defiled even halfway through the defiled i was writing all these songs that were like not miserable industrial metal songs and i was trying to like do songs like defiled songs and kind of push them in that direction slightly and it just didn't really work so like when it came to like when i kind of knocked the you know when i was like i'm done with the defiled it was kind of quite easy really to be honest to just be like oh here's these songs and i'd had the songs for so long i mean like our first ep that was the like the burn forever ep i had those songs since like 2013 um so it was kind of i don't know it was, it was almost like a natural progression i think i did it in as your your show is about being happy i did it to basically make myself happy yeah i didn't want to do you know i was doing the same thing for years and years and years and i just i don't know man i wanted to do something that like made me musically happy again and you've definitely like done it yeah, like it feels weird now. It feels weird to be happy. Mm. I don't think I've been happy. Don't think I've been happy for a long time. So <laughs> bit, bit <laughs> it's kind of strange, weird. Bit, bit yeah, weird it's a strange, for, a, for strange an English feeling. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, what is this feeling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you, you've enjoyed quite a fair bit of success uh, with the band. You know, just producing great songs, great music. I mean, you've you know, you've definitely won hearts all over the world with this band. So does it feel, yeah, absolutely, man, 100%. Does it feel good to uh, get that second chance after, you know, your previous experience? Yeah, I think it does, actually. I mean, like, we put all of our hearts and souls into the Defiled and, you know, I wrote, you know, the music and everything. And it was, that was my whole life from being like a young kid to, you know, being an adult. So it kind of felt, weird to like I had a few years of when I when I knocked that on the head I was just you know you know what it's like I think it's Absolutely. for most people that hit my age where you just suddenly start like shit this thing that I've been aiming to strive to do my whole life is this really really what I want to do and then when you stop doing it it's within about six months you're like fuck that is exactly what I needed to do what the fuck am I doing so then yeah. I just you know jump jump back on the horse and carried on going kind of thing so yeah, yeah. You realise it's, it's. I think it's one of those things. You, I'm sure you fucking have it. Like it, it's Absolutely. kind of in you from when you're a kid, mm. and when you stop, when you stop doing it, you're just not who you were anymore. You're not like a happy person anymore. Like you're just, you know. It's um. It's a weird yeah, it's, feeling. It's, weird. it's <laughs> yeah. It's um. Man, to to quote uh to quote a sort of Rocky a bit. 
you know, he, when he talked about um, quitting fighting, you know, it's like boxers don't have an on-off switch, you know, and I yeah. liken that with musicians, you know, we don't have an on-off switch. Some maybe do. It's your but... whole life. Yeah. yeah. Those that are... We had that with like, like our drummer was in mm. like a huge, a huge like British band. Our drummer was in and it was enormous and it ended like crazy horrific. And um, mm. he just quit music for like two years and then... You know, he, he he had a kid and he got married and then he had like these day jobs and he had a really good fucking job. He had a proper tech job that most human beings would strive to get a job that's that amazing. Yeah. But like he quit like a, you know, 200 grand a year job. And when he went to his boss, he was like, oh, what are you going to do? Where are you going? Are you going to Amazon? Are you going to Facebook? And he was like, no, I'm going to go and be in a band. Was <laughs> like, they were just like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, yeah. what's wrong with you? But, but he was just like, you know, it's this thing that I've done my entire life that when you stop doing it you just don't have that in you and it, like it just i don't know it's a weird feeling man like it is quit quit something yeah and and passion it's it's like like you say you know the common denominator here is passion and drive you know and it's not about i guess you know being a famous rock star or anything like that you know i guess that's yeah. just all sprinkles on the cake i think it's just about <laughs> um you know uh expression freedom of expression that 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 um it's almost like a drug, you know, when you create a great yeah. song and you play that song, you know, like, do you, do you get those warm, fuzzy feelings a lot when you're writing? Yeah. All, all the time. Like that was the main thing when I stopped doing the default, I feel like in my old band, all we did was chase trying to be like, we were going to be the biggest band in the world and we're going to yeah. do all this big shit and egos are involved and all that shit. Yeah. And then it just got to the point where when I started this new band, I was like, man, I just want to like, sit in a shitty van and appreciate just playing in places I've never been before and just experiencing life again. Do you know what I mean? Rather yeah. than chasing, I want to be this super famous dude in a mansion and all this shit like that mm. shit just doesn't appeal to me in the slightest. I would like to just, if I could do music and being paid like minimal wage to do music, that's all I aspire to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to like, be rich and famous and I, I would actually the one of the bits where I actually quit the files me and Jack you know Jack Tankersley yeah me and him went to um went to the screening of a Melvin's documentary in LA and um it was fucking awesome like they 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 played at the beginning and then they showed this documentary and this documentary shows and it had like you know Grohl and Josh Hom and Chris Cornell, when he was alive at the time, just being like, oh man, they were the fucking band from that period and they did what they did and they're the only ones that are truly happy, which is crazy to see now after, mm. you know, Cornell, Cornell top, Cornell topping himself and stuff. Yeah. But like, I walked out of that documentary and I quit my band because I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This, it feels forced. I don't want to do it anymore. And like, I don't know, it's stuff like that where you just like, like those guys and Melvin's were just, they did what they wanted to do and they're the only ones that even though they didn't achieve you know this you know super famous no matter what but like they didn't achieve this huge stardom like all those other bands did yeah but they seem to be the ones that are truly happy like in the documentary it had like buzz driving around in this like totally beaten car you know just talking shit to the camera and stuff like man you know he's not in a murk like all the other guys from his scene were but like he seems like the only one that was actually like happy the whole time so that was kind of like the the beginning of starting low lives basically mm. it was just like i just want to be 
I just want to play music. That's all I want to do. I don't want any of the stuff that comes with it. I just want to play in a band and have the excitement of being in a room. You know, like when you're a kid, when you're like 13 years old. And like, I remember when I was a kid, it, I was in like a three piece band. It was like me playing guitar and singing and a bass player and a drummer. And then I remember the first time we brought in like another guitar player and him playing like the beginning of like, say, Today by Smashing Pumpkins with the lead part and then the guitar part playing over the top. Man, like hearing that for the first time was like the greatest thing in the world, hearing like actual two parts of music being put together. So I kind of, I don't know, I feel like that was, that's where I kind of wanted our band to go was having that excitement of actually playing music again. No yeah. business, no nothing. Yeah. If we make money doing it, then so be it. If we don't make any money, then fuck it. Like, that's kind of how it is right now. That, and that's what I love about what you guys do with your your model, um, your brand model, is the fact that it, you can really, you can sense that casual spirit about the band. It's like, I mean, you have a profile, quite a large profile, but you, you're, very, you're all very humble about it. You're not like... Um, you know, I, I, I know where you came from because you, you guys were like the darlings of Kerrang! magazine and, you know, mm -hmm. all those metal magazines. You were constantly in the media like that. But now you, yeah. you're you just doing it purely and um, completely for the love of music and that camaraderie. It's it's such a beautiful thing, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah that's kind of the aim, aim, really. It's like I just, I don't know, I want it to be fun. I want, I want that feeling of when you're a teenager again. Yeah, like, absolutely. Just... I don't know, play music, make, you know, it should be making you happy. If it's not making Absolutely. you happy, then what's, the, then what's the point? That's right, man. And, and there's and, no point at all. Yeah, and, and you mentioned about, you know, hanging out in um, tour vans and stuff. So let, let's let's talk about that real quick, man. Um, you, you're going from, you know, going from one to the other, uh, you know, hanging out in tour vans. Um, how's that life um, for you? Like, because I know all about it. Um, I'd like to get your <laughs> perspective. Uh, man, I actually love it. Like, yeah. there was a point, you know, in the Defiled and stuff, we did really good. But what was weird is we always did really good in England, but we mm. didn't do any good anywhere else. So in England, we were like, let's get a bus. Yep. Let's live the fucking dream. And then now I'm just like, man, what a waste of money that was. That was a terrible decision. I probably, <laughs> you know, probably could have done so with that money now. But, like, man, like, I even texted our bass player from Low Lives earlier of just like, man, all I want, especially now, you know, the fucking world is shut down and whatnot. Yeah. I texted him earlier. I was like, man, all I want to do right now is sit in a shitty 15-seater minivan, sleep on the seats with a trailer and just play in some crappy dive bars. That's kind of, man, that's all I want to do. Absolutely. Like, I fucking, it's one of those things that when you start doing it, it's fun. You're like, oh, I'm on tour. This is amazing. And then when your bands get bigger, you're like, oh, I want to go in a bus and I want to do this stuff. And our manager in the Defile was like, man, if you get a bus early, it's going to ruin touring forever. And it kind of didn't for me, to be honest. Like, I actually wanted to to go back and do it in a van again. I actually enjoy that kind of life more, to be honest. Like, it just it felt more real and more punk rock. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, like um, I mean, what, what do you got? What did you guys like in in Australia? Like, what you guys are you? Oh man, like, how do you guys talk? Yeah, we, yeah, we do it. We beat. We just do the beat up van thing, you know. Like, uh, yeah, you know, it's great. You know, uh, for us, it's you know, hold up in the van, you know, uh, taking turns sleeping on the small amount of space on the floor and <laughs> uh, sleep in between the seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, man. And then, um, you know, if you're 
on long lengthy periods like we did in uh, when we toured the UK and US, it's uh, you become accustomed to sink showers, and um, I'm sure you had your fair share of uh, the gentleman, sink the gentleman's wash man. Yes, it's and, the greatest uh, joy you could uh, ever have. Right? <laughs> I, I mean, I to, to many people, they they go, "Oh my god, that's disgusting! How could you?" But it's so like, disgusting. No, it's a rite of passage. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, it is the rite of passage. Yeah. yeah. Or, if, you, um, if you haven't done that, I have a few friends that live in LA that have never done shit like that. Oh, They've what? never toured in a van. They just jump straight to buses. I'm like, oh, man, no. you're a fake. Yeah. I know that sounds awful to call nah. them a fake, but it is like, it's yeah. like, come on, man. You yeah. have to, yeah. you have to sleep in a bed with four other dudes and, yeah. you know, like wash your balls in sinks yeah, for yeah. a month straight. That's and, what it is. Oh, man. And, and putting up with all the flatulence and uh, <laughs> eating shitty roadside food. I remember, like, us, yeah. the boys buying something that looked like black tar and they perceived, uh, they still ate it. Um, but I won't say they felt good <laughs> afterwards. I've paid, I've paid for it, so I have to eat it. Yeah, right, That's man. What it should be like, yeah. And right down your dues, man. Yeah. And right down to that, that wonderful toxic smell at the end of tour when you open the door and you realize, Oof. whoa, okay, this happened, you know? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. It's one of those things you look, look back on later in life and be like, that was the fucking greatest thing ever. Yeah. So, like, man, the first, like, proper defile tour yeah. we did was with a band called Death Stars. Oh, we yeah. brought, like a, a, like, a decrepit postal van, like right. a shitty postal van. And me and our old bass player made like a one big bed across the whole top of it. So we oh. could have our gear underneath, yep. one big bed, like Avdis, our keyboard player slept on the seat. And then I made like a little cubby hole, like behind the seat to sleep in. It was literally like, I couldn't lay on my back, like, cause my shoulders were too wide. It was mm-hmm. that small of a space, but I realized that I slept on my side most of the time anyway. And you just, oh man, you made it work. But like, I remember getting home from tour and my wife, I remember her just being like, what the hell has happened to you guys? Like, we pulled up outside of our house. She was like, what the hell? Look at the state of you guys. We were like, yeah. that was the best thing ever. <laughs> it was like the best two weeks we ever had ever. And it still is now. It's still one of those two weeks where you just like, that was incredible what we did. Just crazy stories. Yeah. Just, I don't know, fun, man. And, and I just wonder if you get that again when you get older. Who knows? Uh, look, I'm sure, it, like, the fire never dies. I, I don't think so. Like, I think... Yeah. When you, it's the little things that trigger those those warm fuzzy memories. I feel like it's the the heat of um, playing a song together in the rehearsal room, and then translating that to tour life. You know, being on stage, whatever. It's um, I, I don't think it ever dies. Um, no, I don't think it does either. Because I mean, the majority of God, it's always that. Sorry, God. No, no, you're wrong. Sorry, man. You go, you go, you go. No, you go. okay. Um, I was just going to say, you know, majority of guys I talk to, you know they don't do it anymore. They, they talk with a, a longing uh, sense of, you know, like they've lost someone they love, you know? And uh, yeah, yeah you, you kind of feel sorry, but you don't feel sorry for them. It's like, oh, dude, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think it ever goes away. I don't think it does either, man. Like as like our drummer of low lives was like, I mean, like he just, you know, he's been in all these old punk bands, Amen, and Beat Union, all these bands, and it's all he's done his entire life that when he stopped doing it, it was just, he was just like, a part of me is dead. Like, mm. he was like, I'm miserable unless, unless I go on tour in a shitty van. Yeah. Like, it sounds so ridiculous, considering, you know, he got into, you know, fucking kind of arenas, his band and stuff were, but he yeah. was just like, you know, the, 
that part of you never goes away. Yeah, that's right, man. I think it's because it's been a part of your soul since, you, you know, since you're young. I mean, mm. we started the Defiled when we were young. And, um, you know, that's kind of what we always did. We just got in our crappy postal van. We took any show we could. Oh, well, you're sleeping, you know, yeah. there's no money tonight. Okay, cool. I'm just going to sleep in this lay-by in our postal van. Like, man, I'll do anything to get back to yeah. that again. That was great. I don't think there's... Especially now, especially pandemic, as yeah. you pointed out even more how how important that was. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's an expiration date. Um, you know, like, we live in a very ageist society. And I, I don't know, I'll Definitely. give you an example. Like, um, when we were in the UK, uh, a night before a show at... Um, did you ever play the Waterloo in um, Black... Uh, Blackwater was it? I think it is. Uh, the Waterloo Hotel, the Waterloo Inn. No, no, never been there. Oh, lovely venue, it's amazing. But anyway, we saw uh, Towers of London the night before. Yeah. Great, man. yeah, no, man, and they were around since yeah. the eighties, whatever. About my huge for a minute. Yeah, dude. And watching their energy and camaraderie on stage and even off stage afterwards, you know, like I mean, you know, they're a little older, a little wiser, and all the rest, but. Man, just seeing that fire in their eyes and that, that was yeah. that was inspiring, man. And I, and I knew there's there's just no limitations, man. I think it's all in the in, all in the person's mind, you know, to be honest. It totally is, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think if you've still like you got can go and watch, to say. Yeah, you can go and watch like, I don't know, bands that think of like even I remember Lamb of God coming out and yes. being like, Man, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like those dudes have got to be getting on now. Yeah, absolutely. And they're still, you know, still absolutely fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I don't think there's, as you said, it's definitely not an ageist scene, that's for sure. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, you know, I mean, bands like Lamb of God and Rob Zombie, you know, yes, they have all the success behind them. Um, that's their, you know, people will say that. But man, you, you watch those guys on stage, they crush it better than a lot of the. The younger yeah. is coming up through the ranks, you know. So definitely, man. You know, I, I, I don't think, uh, yeah, that that kind of fighting spirit never dies. Much like a boxer, you know, it never goes away. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's in them. I remember hearing that about that. I watched, it, listened to a Mike Tyson interview. Yeah. He said the same thing. It was just like it just doesn't go away ever. It never does, man. It never does. And um, it was poetic watching Tyson fight again. That's for sure. So oh, I wish I'd seen that. I missed totally, totally missed that. Oh, it's all on YouTube, man. So yeah, yeah. Was it what was the matey boy's name that he fought against? Uh, Roy Jones Jr. Phenomenal. That's it. Roy phenomenal boxer. So, yeah. do you, do you follow much boxing yourself, like hobbies wise? Like, not, not really, to be honest. I used to when I was a kid. Not a Tyson Fury. My dad or, used to let me yeah. let me stay up and watch it, but no, not not really that stuff. No UFC or anything. No. Again, our drummer watches that stuff. Yeah. I uh, I don't really, to be honest. No. So, so what do you, what do you like to get into when you? You know, in your downtime, what's your what's your thing that you love doing besides Not music? Much, man. I li- I live a reclusive life in the mountains and yeah. I play music. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. Like mm-hmm. it's so ridiculous. No, that's all right. I'm probably a bit of a love the source and uh, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> that's probably it to be honest, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I flip vintage gear. Yep. That's what I do. Oh, now. wicked, man! Especially while while pandemic stuff has yeah. happened. It's, yeah. I need an in- an income, so mm-hmm. I've always I'm a bit bit geeky with vintage guitars. Oh, cool. I basically just flip guitars, and that's it, really, man. Yeah. Nothing. So it's weird. I, I still watch football. Actually, you guys probably call it football too in Australia. Soccer. Soccer. In the yeah, no, I love the soccer. Yeah, we, yeah. That's no, it, man. That's that's my only thing. Depends what part of Australia you're hanging out in, but uh, soccer's the 
the dominant word. But um, yeah, because yeah, really, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, because football is. I guess you have Aussie rules. Don't we you, have so. a variety. We have rugby union. We have rugby league. We have Aussie rules, yeah. and all all the people that support that passionately, they all refer to it as football. So it's always a constant battle yeah. for the, <laughs> the bragging rights. Yeah, most of my family are all rugby union. Right, that's the one. Rugby league's shit. I hate rugby. Yeah. It's, a, <laughs> it's not good. Bit of a scary sport, man. It's um, yeah, it's pretty nuts, yeah, man. It's like I remember having to be like, "Oh, you've got to do that in school," and I was like, "Fuck no!" I was skinny, <laughs> yeah, as fuck. I was like, I ain't, "I ain't gonna be able to take that, man." I'm not taking on a six foot big <laughs> Yeah, exactly, man. In England, rugby union is like posh boy school. Yeah, posh posh boy sport, mm-hmm. and I was definitely not not a posh boy. I was a right scallywag, so. Yeah, and oh, wow. so yeah, no. so you you flip guitars and stuff. Do you do you have um personal favorite guitars that you like um playing? Yeah, I have a lot. Like oh, man, that's the one thing about doing this is that you end up like flipping up and getting ludicrous stuff, and then you just kind of want to hang on to it. Mm. So I like like old old sixties Gibsons, yep. um stuff like that, SGs, Les Pauls, stuff like that. Um, got into travis beans which are these weird old 70s metal necked guitars oh, wow. i've got fully obsessed obsessed with them recently and they're worth a small fortune so uh yeah, i should probably start selling some stuff to be honest because pandemic is hitting hard <laughs> yeah. yeah and t- touring who knows when touring how is it over there right now well you got shows again now, uh, yeah right? so we're we're kind of you know it's funny it's funny how like we live in the toilet end of the world uh, and you know, I remember for quite some time, you know, just thinking far out, man. We're we're the we're the right band in the wrong country, and all the rest. But now it's like we're actually in the right country um, because yeah. we're we still have the pandemic, but not as you know fluent as it is in other countries, like in Europe and in your neck of the woods. So we're we're pretty lucky here, and festivals are starting to open up, and um, you know, sporting so events crazy. is mental, like. What, you know, here in Queensland, it's like pandemic is a, you know, people will go, panda what? You know, like it's forgotten. You know? <laughs> I yeah. mean, because no one's social oh, distances. Man. Can't wait. Can't wait for that date over here. Yeah. Man. Well, the state, the states is a fucking free for all. Right. It's a to- total joke out here. Yeah. Nothing shut down at all. It was ridiculous. Is it? I, I, I noticed I have a lot of like obviously my family yeah. all in England and stuff, and and they've said you know June twenty first everything's open and festivals are booking back up and Reading Festival is back I on again. That. So we're already already talking to our agent like oh shit we just go to England and Europe again. You, like, you guys need to come to Australia, dude. No, that that's the dream, man. Well, you've, you've tasted we, it. We only ever went there once before, yeah, yeah, and that was it, and it was the best. Well, I Although sound, Soundwave is not the best taster for Australia, man. That is like it was, spoiling touring it was, forever. It was a flash, wasn't it? It's like, holy... It, yeah. holy hey, do you want to come and stay in this lovely hotel yeah. and be flown around everywhere? We'll sort your gear out. Mm. We'll give you a tour manager. It was like, okay. Yeah. But you guys, I mean, <laughs> so I, I remember we saw you guys in Sydney supporting uh, him. That would, you know, shows like that him. were great. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, so... So good, man. Yeah, but you know, I, I think um, the main reason you guys need to come back to Australia is to have that um, illustrious cricket match that we talked about that we never. There had. we go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had to go there, bro. Just let's just do it. Yeah, man. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. You a bowler, bowler or a batter? Uh, a bit of both, you know. So I, I'm a bit of a spin okay. bowler, but um, yeah, 
My Ooh. batting game is not too bad. So, yeah, I, I think we, we need to do this. And, um, yeah. So, there you go, done. Yeah. I have to convince the yank, Yanks in my band to learn cricket oh, now. Apparently. Man, I'm sure with the power of God, YouTube, I can't even imagine. They, they, they can yeah, it's it. easy, man. Yeah. What can possibly go oh, wrong? Oh, bowl and they can all bat. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be great. It'll be, it'll be a bit of <laughs> cheeky fun, mate. <laughs> That'd be the, yeah. be the best, man. Well, Hopefully soon. Yes, Who hopefully, knows? man. So, um, okay, well, I'll leave it there, bro. Um, I could talk to you for ages, man. You're such a, a pleasure to talk to, man. Really, seriously. Yeah, are. Too, and um, I hope that things improve and clear up over there soon. And um, please, please give my good friend Jack a, a good old flicking the nuts <laughs> I, will I miss do, that yeah. guy <laughs> and um me too yeah. I'm sitting for a oh, while he's, he's such a beautiful soul um he's the yeah, best yeah he is man and his band's not too bad either <laughs> oh they're alright aren't they they're, yeah, right. they're not bad they're right. they're, yeah they're all the greatest the greatest dudes yeah, ever yeah they are man so um man enjoy enjoy LA mate um stay away from the mountain lions and more so the mountain beards shout out to him yeah <laughs> I, I hope you're not growing a beard in, in this pandemic I've got a, I've got a full beard right now. It's pretty bad. See, I'm kind of glad when you were like, "Oh, it's just going to be audio." I was like, "Oh, thank." Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see this horrible mess. <laughs> that, that that's what the mountains do to you, mate. I know. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, when you come down here, it's full full recluse mode. Yeah. Man. When you come down here, I'll teach you how to throw an axe too. There we go. Oh, I've always wanted to do yeah. that. That's what I do. I, I teach people how to throw axes. Toss an axe. Yeah, toss an axe. It's fun. No yeah, way. Really? Yeah, hundred percent, man. So we'll do that too. That'll okay. be fun. Let's All right, Lee. Sweet, thank man. you so much for your time. It's good to talk to you, Jesse, mate. It's, oh, man. it's always a pleasure. And ladies and gentlemen, check out Low Lives, They Rule. And uh, yeah, man, we'll do this again sometime, eh? Wicked. Okay. Thanks, Thank man. You. Miss you, mate. Miss you too, See mate. Yeah. Bye, mate. Bye.